John here, and we've got a new sponsor, DistroKid. Now that you've finished your latest Pirate Math SpongeCore Twitch trek, it's time to get it out there so everyone can hear it. DistroKid helps musicians get their music on all the major streaming platforms, and artists keep 100% of their royalties. And because you're a high-gain listener, you get 30% off. Just go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash high-gain. That's distrokid.com slash VIP slash high-gain. And now DistroKid has an app. The DistroKid app is available for iOS and Android. You can download it at distrokid.com slash app or in the app and play stores. We'd like to take a minute to thank our pals over at Isotope, makers of software and plugins for audio repair, mixing, and mastering. The new gold standard of audio repair, Isotope RX11, is coming in May. Buy RX10 now on sale and get RX11 absolutely free when it's released. We use Isotope products here at the High Gain. It's an important part of how we've been able to bottle pure podcast gold week after week. High Gain listeners get 10% off using the promo code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. That's all at isotope.com. I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. Hey, we'd like to take a minute to thank our sponsor, Isotope, makers of software and plugins for audio repair, mixing, and mastering. We use Isotope products here at the High Gain. It's an important part of how we've been able to bottle pure podcast gold week after week. And guess what? Isotope offers one free month of Music Production Suite Pro, which has all the tools you need to mix, master, and repair audio. Also, you can get 10% off all other software using the promo code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. All of this is at isotope.com, I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. If cutting-edge synths and studio-quality effects are your thing, they are, right? Our friends over at Native Instruments have a deal for you. The complete 14 Select Collection contains 18 premium instruments and effects, 8 expansions, sound packs, and more than 15,000 sounds. Legendary vintage synths, sampled percussion, pianos and organs. There's even a sampled Rickenbacker 4003 bass. Put a little round reverb in there, add some replica delay, I smell a hit. Go to nativeinstruments.com and use the promo code PODCAST to save 50% on Native Instruments' complete 14 select software bundle. Suns out, guns out, it's the summer of sound. Native Instruments, along with their pals over at Isotope and Plugin Alliance, have put together a huge sale happening across all three companies at once. Get 50% off products, updates, and upgrades, plus special hardware and software bundle deals. Guitar Rig 6 Pro, half off. Ozone, half off. Kirchhoff EQ, half off. Do you see the pattern here? The Summer of Sound special offer is valid until July 6th, 2023 at the Native Instruments online shop, 
the Isotope Online Shop, and the Plug-in Alliance Online Shop. Hey, it's me, Ed Peterson. And it's me, John Kiltica. What's going on, John? Oh, not much, you know, sunshine, gunshine. Yeah, yeah, grandpa guitars. Grandpa guitars. Where are we recording from? Beautiful, West Seattle, Washington. Yep, what are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about grandpa guitars today. Yeah, that's cool. I showed up a little bit late today. Yeah. Because I'm lazy sometimes and drive up here instead of walking the two, three blocks. Yes. Because I'm a monster. Then it's like, oh, I've got to find parking because it's Sunday and there's the farmer's market. And, you know, we're right near the beautiful West Seattle Junction. We're in the middle of it all. Yep. All these people come out. And then I've got to park like two and a half blocks away. I am the worst. I'm literally killing the planet. Fossil fuel ed. God damn it. I did go get a coffee. So it was not a wasted trip exactly. If it helps you feel any better. Yeah. I had a lovely back and forth with one of our Patreon super fans this week. I did not know that. Okay. Who? Yeah. Super fan Dimitri over there in the UK. Oh yeah? Was picking my brain on Telecasters. Oh, that's a subject I'm very into. Yeah. You know, you should know everybody. If you want to chat with us directly and go back and forth about stuff, we do have that Patreon. Patreon.com slash the high gain. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Dimitri's conundrum was the American Pro series. Yeah. The American Pro 2 series. Mm-hmm. Or the new American Vintage series. Oh, okay. So I was telling him what that's all about. I mentioned that the new American Vintage series, in cases where you're looking at a Telecaster with a humbucker, they're using the QNIF magnets again. Mm-hmm. As opposed to the earlier models, which might have Shawbuckers in them, and those are not slouchy. Yeah, I mean, I think my gut would be Pro 2. We really like that one. I think my gut might be the new American Vintage series, but I don't know. Shawbuckers are rippers. For sure. So was he thinking custom or? I think he was thinking maybe deluxe. I don't know what he landed on. So, Superfan Dimitri, you should tell us, what did you end up getting? And it's nice talking to you. Yeah, shout out. What are we going to talk about today? Grandpa guitars. Ugh. I've got one right here. I gotta say, Grandpa guitars, we don't do them a lot. This one's beautiful. It stood out in my mind on the wall over there at Thunder Road Guitars. You talking about ThunderRoadGuitars.com? Yeah, that's them. Okay. So I picked it up and just kind of plucked it, and I was yeah. like, oh. Yeah, yeah, Acoustic yeah. guitars seem to be that way. You can pick up ones and say, oh, that's nice, or yeah. that's shitty. But yeah. some of them you strum and you go, oh, shit. We both have custom Martins. Yes. They're a little different, but they're both D28s. I just like yours so much better than mine. Every time you say that. I know. Then I say, you really should get yours set up. It does need it again, for sure. But yeah, this thing, the top looks awesome. This guitar is all Koa. Beverages. Yes, beverages, Ed. Tell me about that pedal. What pedal did you have going there? 
This is the Dan Electro back talk. Oh, funny. A delay pedal. Yeah. But it only does one thing. Reverse delay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it does that thing. Yeah. That is the cheapest pedal on that board, probably. These pedals go for like uh, 120 bucks. Yeah. Something like that. Occasionally, I'll come across a pedal that does one thing. That's your jam. The Dan Electro Backtalk. Okay. Yeah. So what we're talking about today here, Ed. Beverages. Beverages. Yes, that's right. We should probably. (laughs) I went to Real Fine Coffee. Did you have to park way over there? Yeah, 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 exactly. (laughs) It's finding parking everywhere. So it was just a mistake. I made mistakes today, but we're going to get past them. So a nice Americano. Oh. And I've got my uh, Huel protein shake. Little uh, oat milk and uh, some Huel protein powder. Equally disgusting. No, come on. Why do you got to hate on my beverages, John? Come on. Come on. Well, I too have coffee. Yeah. And I have a lemonade. Oh, that's nice. This is a zero sugar lemonade. It's not homemade. It is not. So it's out of a thing. There's sugar in lemon, right? Zero added sugar? Maybe. If there's zero sugar, there's also probably zero lemon, which is okay. I'm not shaming your choice in beverage exactly but after you went so hard at my protein shake Uh i don't feel like i can completely let you off the hook Uh (laughs) uh-huh i threw a lawrence sound hole pickup in here bill lawrence used to make pickups for gibson among others is that like a brace on the side i see that looks like a little arm coming off it's like a spring yeah you compress the spring to get it in there that's cool you can get all kinds of sound hole pickups. Sure. For when we bring the grandpa guitars home, I have a way of plugging it in without having to hassle with miking it up. Sure. We're talking about Laravel guitars. Don't know anything about them. I know you don't. No. Nope. What we've got here is an OM model. OM is orchestra model, less dreadnought-like. Mm-hmm. A known standard Martin makes orchestra models. We had a discussion a while back that has stuck with me and has been a thing that rolls around in my brain every once in a while. Ooh. Martin came up with the dreadnought shape, the D shape. Yes. And you said something in one of the podcasts that was something along the lines of, it doesn't look like any other acoustic guitar. I seem to remember a discussion like that. Yeah. At the time, it didn't. I look at this and I get that it's not a dreadnought, but every acoustic guitar kind of looks like an acoustic guitar to me. You have a differently tuned set of eyeballs for acoustics. Right. So the dreadnought is bigger on the top or something? Well, if we put them next to each other, you would see. But generally silhouette? Generally. Yeah. If we're going to go generally, the silhouette is smaller than a dreadnought. Sure. It's not like parlor size little tiny guy. Right. But even parlor size has the same general silhouette as a dreadnought. It's just smaller. I think of parlor guitars and I think of ones that are stretched out more in the waist. Mm-hmm. Not all of them, but some of them. But they're all vaguely hourglassy. Yep. How do you like this guitar? It's wonderful sounding. 
I'm going to tell you about Larave. Oh, yeah? Our man Jean. Ooh. Jean Larave. Is this a French guitar? Is it out of Paris? Canadian. Oh, Montreal? Toronto. Okay, great. Still around. Uh-huh. No need to dong him. Oh, good. He grows up playing music, learning music, mm-hmm. but ultimately turns into an auto mechanic. He worked at General Motors. Great company to work for back in the day, I suppose. 60s, yeah. Did they have a plant in Canada? Probably. Okay. So he's working for GM until he goes to a concert. I guess this is his fateful night. Mm -hmm. He goes to a concert of a classical guitarist, Edgar Munch Jr. And he loves it. He goes backstage afterwards to tell him, I really like what you did. Jr.'s dad is back there, Edgar Munch Sr. He happens to be a German immigrant to Canada, and he is a skilled luthier. The father. Yeah. Okay. And so the father is noticing how our man Larave is talking about classical guitars. He knows a lot about them. So Larave was a player. Yeah. Okay. They get to talking, and the elder monk is so impressed with his enthusiasm, he agrees to take him on as an apprentice. I love it. Now our man Jean is working days, making cars, and nighttime trying to learn how guitars are built from monk. The guitar that Junior was playing, was it built by his dad? Do we know? We don't know. It's lost to time. That would be cool if it was one of his. I'm going to say it was. Let's just say it was. Great. So he does that for like three years, working with Monk and making stuff in his basement at night when he gets home. Mm -hmm. Then he makes a pretty logical decision. He has said this in interviews, Jean Larave. I knew that it wasn't going to be sustainable forever to go work a full shift in a factory and then coming home at night and trying to learn how to do this. And I had way more interest in the guitars anyway, so I made the decision to quit the auto industry. Cool. At that point, he hadn't made very many guitars. What kind of time frame are we looking at here? Late 60s. Okay. That's one of those things where, man, that decision today might be a harder decision to make for most people having a full-time job and deciding I'm going to go do this thing that I'm passionate about. Caution to the wind style. It carries a lot more risk. Yeah, maybe in the 60s that was still risky, but maybe less risky. Also, Canada. Safety net. Maybe you could still have your health insurance. Exactly. Shout out to 1960s Canada. Yeah. You know. Well, okay, I'm going to do it. Yep. 1967, he founds Jean Larave Guitars Incorporated. 67. 1967. What was going on in Canada in 67? Prime Minister Trudeau, Pierre Trudeau. Hang on. Justin's dad. Jean-Philippe Pierre Yves Elliott Trudeau was the prime minister. Okay. The centennial of Canada as a nation was 1967, which seems kind of wild to me. It does. They were only 100 in 1967. Our civil war's going on, and they're not even a country yet. All of a sudden, mid-1800s, somebody's like, hey, you know, we got all these people in all these lands. Should we call this something? You don't hear much about the great 1867 revolution. We suck at Canada. 
Yeah. And that's horrible. Our good, good friends to the north. There's at least one of our friend of the pod that actually did that great northern migration and left the U.S. Yes, yeah, super fan Jesse. Yeah. He loves it. I love it. Neil Young, Canadian. Really? Celine Dion. Ryan Reynolds. Shania Twain. Michael Buble. Yes. Leonard Cohen. Yeah. Gordon Lightfoot. Yeah, Gordon Lightfoot. Nickelback's Canadian. Did you know that? So, Jean Larrivee, he's making guitars. Yeah. He moves into a shop and he starts switching over from classicals that he had learned how to make to steel strings. I imagine the internals of a nylon to a classical string are substantially different. I imagine you've got to do some real different bracing techniques. Yeah, because the tension is so much greater. Yeah. He took a form of X bracing, which a lot of Martins have, and he modified it to his liking. That became his kind of signature, and that gives him the full tonal response. It's nice and even, I think. It's pretty nice, don't you think? I think it sounds great. Sounds great. Among the first people to catch wind of what Larave was doing was Bruce Coburn. Do you know him? It feels like I should. I'm going to play a little bit. Okay. Here comes a helicopter. Second time today. Everybody scatters. Oops, it goes away. How many kids they've murdered? Only God can say. If I had a rocket launcher, if I had a rocket launcher, if I had a rocket launcher, some son of a bitch would die. Do you remember that song? I don't know that song. Is that a Kent State kind of thing? That was in response to the murderous dictatorship in Guatemala. That song was written in uh, 91. Oh, I like it. I don't know it. It's a tough one to play. Yeah, it's got some weird chords in there. It's a cool tune. Yeah. Bruce Coburn was playing Larrave guitars as early as the 70s. Okay. He was only making at that point, Larrave, 20 guitars. 20 a year, right? Something like that? Yeah. Eventually, late 70s, he kind of worked that up to close to 30 a month. Oh, geez. So he must have had apprentices he and did. dudes with him kind of helping out. And he really believed in sharing the knowledge, everything he knew, to anybody who would ask. He's a fellow who benefited from that exact experience yeah. of like, hey, this guy took me under his wing, showed me some stuff. Do the same. That's awesome. As I understand it, today in Canada, the acoustic luthier scene nationally exists in no small part due to Jean Larrave. 
any number of people that are making the highest level acoustic instruments in Canada probably studied under Larivee. Shout out to Mr. Monk Sr. Yeah. Doing a solid. Now Canada's full of kick-ass luthiers. They know acoustics up there. They got a lot of forests. They got a lot of sitting around campfires, I imagine. <laughs> you know? In 77. Okay. He relocates. Still to Canada. Montreal? Victoria. Oh, really? Right up our oh, neck of the yeah, woods. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's lovely there. This one I'm playing is a Victoria BC model. Have they done the thing, you know, outsourced? You, Ed? Yeah. Are going to love this. Okay. My body's ready. He vowed at the beginning. Yes. And to this day. Yes. Has kept his promise. Yes. Nope. Yes, my man. Every guitar he makes is going to yep. be solid wood. Okay. They're all going to be made by hand. Sure. No outsourcing. Love it. There's never going to be an Asian import. That's awesome. They are the Martin of Canada. They're coveted guitars. Yeah. It's got a cool headstock. I really like the black, kind of real plain. It looks to be ebony. The fretboard is ebony, too, yeah. on this. And it's got silver pinstriping. Yeah. And then pearloid inlay of the Larivee logo. Yep. And I like the tiny little dots on the neck. Those look like they're steel fret markers. Oh. The details on this are amazing. The nut and the saddle are bone. Okay. Unbleached bone. How do you do that? What are we getting those bones from? I don't know. Is that a cow thing? I doubt if they're killing something just for the bones. There's a lot of bones laying around. True. If we run out of bones, that's bad. Too much jello. Sure. What about the back of that thing? Let me see it. Also Koa. Yeah, that's great. And the sides. All solid wood. Yep. In Victoria, he had more people, so they could up production to four guitars a day. That seems like a massive amount of acoustics. They're finishing for a day, but there's probably 400 in some stage of development. That's a really good point. Making means completing. Right. He was really into wood on a personal level and wanted to learn all about it and have everything to do with sourcing it yeah. responsibly. This guy. He would find the places where you could get the wood. Uh-huh. He'd pack up a backpack and go walk out into the woods. Okay. And he would locate the wood himself. And I don't know how you do that because I understand that there are still logging and there are still sustainably logged areas. Right. But isn't it like some company that just cuts them all down and then they go to market? Can a guy just show up in the woods and be like, can I have that one? We don't have our guy on the horn right now, and we probably should have him on the horn. Yeah. Isn't there also the thing that, like, you cut a tree down, it's got to age for a while before you can do any kind of woodworking on it. Mostly because it needs to be dried out. Right. They will air dry their wood at Larivee for upwards of 10 years. Okay. You got a while before you're cutting into that thing. Yeah. And... My whole Tonewood thing? Yes. None of that conversation applies to acoustics. I am 100% on board with acoustic manufacturers caring about the wood that yeah. they put into their acoustic. A solid hunk of wood, and then you throw high output pickups in it. Yeah. I just don't care at all. You kind of have to care on the acoustic. Everybody's played a crappy harmony acoustic from the 50s. For sure. And that does not sound like that. No. How do we walk this one? Let's see. Open chords. Yep. 
sounds great. If I wanted to get more trebly, I guess I could play back towards the bridge. Or up on the neck. Love it. You've got your neck pickup and your bridge pickup there. This thing is really nice, Ed. I picture this is not your beginner let's learn on this. Well, as long as you're talking about that. Yeah. This particular example we have here is a 1996. In 1996, Ed? Oh, no. You want to get an OM09. Yeah. American dollars. American dollars, 96. This was a $2,000 guitar. That is very good, Ed. It actually was, and then the upgrade to Koa would have been $300. So $23? It's a $2,300 guitar. I can't do that inflation in my brain exactly, but that's probably like $3,400 or something. Today dollars, that's $4,500. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Okay. Man, inflation's wild. And they do cost pretty close to that now. It's really great. Yeah. By 83, acoustic sales worldwide are kind of decreasing. And that could be because of anything. I don't know. Is it like electronic music, the flocks of seagulls and all that kind of stuff? So he starts making high-end electric guitars. No kidding? He still has... Two that you can get to this day, they're like tellies. Huh. At this point, they're incorporating CNC machines. Sure. So I imagine that he can kick out bodies and necks a little faster. Yep. They wouldn't really have to do that for too long because by the time 90, 91, 92 comes around, that was about the start of MTV Unplugged. Oh, sure. So then everybody's like, I got to get an acoustic. Funny. Yeah. Yeah. That's the tide that floated all boats. Yeah. Not just Larravee. At that point, they're making about 16 guitars a day. And they move again. Oh, no. Vancouver. Huh. At this point, they've got like 45 employees. 45 people to make 16 a, 16 day. a day. Yeah, totally reasonable. In 1997, uh huh. our man Larravee had previously decided he was not going to import guitars. Okay. He was not going to make plywood guitars. Uh-huh. They were going to be handmade out of solid wood. Okay. Now he wants everybody to have one. He wants to break a barrier. Yeah. 1997, he wants to make the first sub $800 solid wood handmade guitar. And he does it. It was the D-03. And it was a runaway hit. Okay. I wonder what you do to get the cost down. You have to do something. It's not going to be Koa, that's for sure. It's not going to be an ebony fretboard. Maybe leaning heavier on the CNC side of it? Less hand finishing? Yeah, maybe. Don't know. That's why you come here. Yeah, not sure. Yeah. 2001, Ed? Yeah? He makes another move. Okay. Oxnard, California. No kidding. What's my man doing? He's a rambling man. Yeah. Oxnard, huh? To this day. Man, that's just a nice tone, isn't it? It's great. So that is the story of Larravee Guitars, Ed. I know that that fascinated you (laughs) from the uh, social democracy point of view. (laughs) Oh, for sure. Yeah. You gotta try it. Try and decide. 
this grandpa guitar, Ed, yeah. is 100% Koa. Mm-hmm. It's all solid. Mm-hmm. And it is all handmade. Yep. The Larivee OM09 in Koa, Ed, fire deny. Bye. It's really cool. If you were like, Ed, you could have your Martin or this Larave, I would probably take the Larave over my Martin. I think I would too. Crazy. What about you? This is a buy personally, and this is a buy as a recommendation to anybody. Yeah. These guitars are well-made, and they sound great. You love your Martin. Oh, I wouldn't trade my Martin for it. Okay. But I'm not as brand loyal in acoustics as I am in electrics. Yeah. Acoustics? Would I get a Gibson? Yeah, sure. Why not? Oh, yeah. Would I get this? Sure. Why not? Yeah. For some reason in my head, a good sounding acoustic is a good sounding acoustic. Yeah. There's less in my way. Right. Yeah. Let's take lots of pictures of this. Okay. It'll be real nice. Real nice pinup material. Woo! We'll take lots of pictures. We'll put them where we put them on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Another quick reminder. Yeah. We do have a Patreon page. Patreon.com slash the high gain. Do with that what you will. John apparently looks at it when I don't, and we'll get right back to you. Yeah. Also, Mm. we're proud members of the Ruinous Media Network of music-related podcasts. Love it. Yeah. So let's come back next week and do it all over again, Ed. I mean, yeah, why not? I probably will walk up next week. All right. Okay. Okay, bye. Cool. Bye.